welcome to the Wild West for another week. Yo, it's gorgeous. Indeed, indeed. No words, no words. Hopefully that song didn't put anyone to sleep. <laughs> Jennifer Rush, what's going on there? Before our time, clearly. It is for our time, yeah. Well, many things are for our time, though, too. <sighs> well, we're talking about that because we're, we're thinking back in our day when things were much cheaper. You were saying milk. Milk is... <laughs> Like we used to complain that milk was too cheap and it was $2.00, five was getting ripped off. Yeah, yeah. Remember those days? Those good old days? Yeah. Uh, you're doing up 10% almost. It's $2.60 with that too much. Is that so they're getting the difference now? I doubt it. I'm pretty, <laughs> pretty, sure, I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure I don't know for sure where it's going. Mm, but mm. I'm pretty sure they're not giving the whole 20 cents to the farmers, I would suspect. No, absolutely not. But inflation's going crazy, right? Yeah. Is, uh, Petrol. Last week I was complaining about that. Yeah, and it's going to be a big issue. I think people are starting to notice that I hear people complaining about prices of supermarket increasing, food prices increasing, mm. things mm. you buy every day increasing. Oh, absolutely. Uh, vicious cycle, Steve. It is, and it's annoying people. It's so annoying people. It's time for an election as well. It is, for yeah. both America and Australia, obviously, in the year ahead, and many parts around the world as well. Mm. Um, this is a huge problem. Some thoughts, though, that it might be potentially, I did listen to this week, potentially it might be short-lived. Oh, really? Potentially. Because the mm. thought is, is that when everything comes back on post-lockdown, the pandemic-induced situation, mm-hmm. that people may then suddenly, everything gets back into order, but demand gets more predictable, they get they get all the supply back up and running properly, and then prices will moderate. Yeah. But what if it doesn't? Oh. oh then that's an election. I've been inflation for ages. Do you miss it? A little bit. <laughs> but not really. No, but not when your pay packet doesn't go yeah. up with inflation as well. Well, that's the thing. There's not been pay rises for a long time. Mm. So I think this is kind of bit where that's a year ahead, right? There's going to be this bit of a sense that people are going to have to... Yeah. Employers may have to issue more appropriate mm. pay rises mm. for the inflation number. I don't know. How can they justify pay rises now? You're working that's from home for one. You're not, you don't need like to, you don't need to travel. Steve. No, I get that. I. <laughs> but also, too, they're not paying for my... This would be a desk space <laughs> that they would normally pay for. That's true. They don't need the electricity as much anymore. That's well. it. I'm paying for the electricity for them as well. Yeah. <laughs> Some companies that have actually, interestingly enough, have actually paid their employees an allowance to work from home. Really? Yeah, because one company, well, we're not paying for the hmm. office space, so we're using your office space. Yeah. A bit of an exception to the rule, I must say. It's the health fund that does that. Hmm. Um, okay. This is going to be the interesting part of the way, way the future is going to flee for the yeah. office workers is that... Yeah, if you're paying all these expenses. Hmm. But then again, are they real expenses? Though? I don't know. That they're on my tax return as an expense, obviously, because there's hmm. a good deduction you can do for that. Well, that, how can we go about doing that now, though? Is no, there's still a deduction. Did you not put that in your tax No, I did. Yeah, I did. Of oh, no, of course yeah. I did. Checking steps. Check. I'm just saying, like, but how Anyone long can Anyone who works you... in the office must know about this deduction, surely. It's the best use in the office. But how, can, how long can you get away with that, right? Till they go, you can't use your home as an example anymore. Well, the question is, is that was only for a pandemic reason. Will yes. the government continue that? easy way of claiming it in the following year ahead. But the pandemic's still going. <laughs> no, it's not. It's endemic, Steve. Oh, it's endemic. endemic. <laughs> it's living through. We're pushing through. <laughs> You've been catching up. It's coming. Oh, well, he's um, got another thing coming, I think. Is he? With the election coming up, yeah. Albanese's on full swing already. He's making friends with the right people. Grace Tame this week was his friend. Right. You <laughs> fair, she's not friend with Skymo from the pictures. It's no, no, it's she... Fair, it's fairly um, clear to see that she's not... Um, <laughs> Well, how do you say? She's um, not very fond of, um, uh, yeah, Scott Morrison. She does not like Scott Morrison. How could you tell? I couldn't tell. I thought that was Well, from the frowning, I think, at the death stairs. Smile frown. Smile frown. Yeah. 
Well, that's it. And then she wasn't very fond of uh, Jenny either. No. I thought she would have been... I guess they have, don't have like a sisterly bond. You know how women stick together type of thing? And yeah, I don't know. Uh, she, felt, she, she probably could have said, I'm sorry, you have to put up with him. <laughs> yes, the things you must have to deal with. My I'm sorry he comes to you for advice all the time. <laughs> but the question is... A lot of criticised her behaviour. Uh, I did see that, yeah. yeah like, Peter Van Oslen got grilled for it on the project. Well, that was painful television. Wasn't it? I don't, I don't even understand what that was about. <laughs> and then I, I actually think that was just... And then he threw in the cut. He was approached as well when he was little. Did you hear that? Yes, that was like a throwaway line. I don't know if... There's a true story. He's talked about it before. Oh, okay. I actually Googled that after he was talking oh, about it. Okay. going, wow, that's a bit of a line of front. <laughs> you might just throw that one out. I know what I'm talking about. And apparently he was... At his school, um, yeah. he ha- and, and and the guy has been was convicted. He oh. actually attacked other students at the school, oh. um, and yes, yeah, so he could have actually been a victim of it as well. Which is okay. Well, I feel I feel sorry for him if it did happen. Doesn't mean that he can just. Uh, I, <laughs> what he said, I don't actually even know if it was actually without inflaming Twitter, uh, which I'm sure doesn't listen to this show. Hopefully, <laughs> no. It, it felt like he was just being a little bit. Criticising that, you know, if maybe she could have not just turned up. Maybe that could have made a better way of doing it. Mm-hmm. But then again, there's an argument, well, does she have to be happy? Does she have to say that he's does a fantastic guy? Silent, like, yeah. she's there for a formality. Like, and I kind of see both sides of that argument because, mm-hmm. you know, she's got to be there. She doesn't have to smile. There's no law saying you must be happy at all times. Yeah, that's, it doesn't have to be silent. She can show how much... Be yourself, isn't it? Bring yeah. the whole self to the yeah. event. Well, that's it. They're meant to be inclusive and you're meant to be open and all this, right? And then she's being herself and then people are criticising her for it. For being childish is what they were throwing well, around. it wasn't particularly the strongest. I don't know. It didn't appear to be... It didn't look good. Yeah. I, I do agree with that. It didn't look good. Uh, if you don't want to be there, then don't be there, you know? He's still, unfortunately, the Prime Minister, I think. Um, I think he's still got And that's the thing. He's the Prime Minister. You've got to show some respect. Do you? I, think, I feel like you do have to. He is the Prime Minister. I said, like, that was going to give that guy a handshake. What about that? She, she well, gave him lots of respect. <laughs> But to be fair, he gave no respect to her. She didn't have a choice when he gave it. Yeah, he didn't give no respect to her, so I guess that's fair. That's fair game. It's just hard. Like, I don't know. I, I, I'm on the mentality, you've got to respect the Prime Minister, right? But also, too, the Prime Minister kind of sidelined her. It was the choice that he was kind of... He doesn't get a say in who's the Australian of the Year. That's it. Uh, I'm not sure if he would have picked that one as an Australian of the Year. No. Ironically, it became a very pertinent choice because obviously the Brittany Higgins saga and mm. politics. So, mm. yeah, it was... Yeah, and that's it. But at the end of the day, he can't... He's not the one that can do something about it, right? Yeah, he can. Like he, he can't could talk more strongly about it. He talks. That's where I think he, he went dances wrong. around it like nothing's a problem. He's, he's, he just has no. Yeah. Like really, to think that someone got raped in Parliament House, like does that not outrage? And nothing's like, been done yeah. about it, as far as we know yet. Oh, they've done a lot of inquiries and talking and. And oh, the yeah. court case with the guy involved and. All yeah, that. and that, that's really impressive. that's got his own right, but even still, the culture of that whole environment. Mm. Look in the UK, the same situation. Like, mm. he's not even out. He doesn't seem to have the credibility or the passion for the yeah. topic to make the change. And why do you think that is? Because I feel like he should be taking it, yeah, as you said, taking a stance, and there should be something other uh, incorporated into it already. He should have made like some kind of harsh, I don't know, stance. It should have been cranky. It seems like, like they just, sh- you know, got gave the full guy the one that actually did it to go to court, and then that was it, right? Where's the well, policy? he's on the floor guy. He's the guy that done it. So yeah. He's, yeah. But then that's it. They go, okay, you got the you got the guy that did it. The Sweet biggest problem the is the culture they have to change. Yeah. And, and I think also the problem for them is that because mm. they obviously lack women in their cabinet and women in their mm. party. They and this, you know, Julia Banks is another one that mm. calls them out on it. It's really hard for them to really be credible on this issue mm. because people just don't believe them. Yeah. It's well, almost a perception problem too. I think is that whether they do something or not, something I actually think they've got a perception problem. Yeah. Is that 
they don't have strong female women in their party. They it's don't. And he, Julie Bishop was the last one, really. And apart yeah. from that, who's a who's in the Liberal Party that's senior female? No. Um, Maurice Payne. She's no. probably. No. She's quite capable and very good, but mm. you don't see her out there as you would say Tony Dumasek mm. or mm. Penny Wong or Christina Keneally, <laughs> future local member, obviously. Um, yeah. Loves the local area, I know. But you don't see that type of... No, no, that female representation, yeah. And he can't keep going to Jenny for advice either. Oh, He's got to go to these earned females in his cabinet, right? Yeah, yeah. They've got to start changing. They've got to step up and... I don't know. And just no. not... I don't know. They're stuck with not saying too much, I think. They're trying not to... Mm. I don't know. It's a bit of hush-hush. Well, maybe after, once the election comes in and see how... I don't know. What's going to happen then? Oh, what's going to happen there? Oh, it's going to be a showdown. It's going to be a showdown. <laughs> But it's going to be a tough election because I think, obviously, the one thing will be on the upside for Morrison will be the fact that, obviously, Omicron potentially mm. feels like maybe we're near the end of it. The cases have declined this mm. week. Hospitalizations are stabilizing. The thoughts are, you know, in other parts of the world, they're a bit ahead of where we are. It might be looking good still. It could almost be a normal back. Well, don't jinx it, Glenn, because I hear there is another variant somewhere. Oh, there's another variant somewhere, but It's yes. always, yeah. So the end game could be coming, apparently, is the thought. Oh, really? Well, I'll wait for it to happen. Yeah, I know. Do we have to wear, I, no. still got to wear masks? Do we have to QR in? Like. Well, for another month. That's been done for a month now yeah, as well. So you've yeah. so. Which I still think people aren't doing because I'm not like, you're not meant to wear them indoors. No. You're meant to. Well, I, well, I went to a Aren't restaurant you? the other day and people weren't. Oh, well, there you go. Lots of people were. I did go to the shops the other day and no one was wearing them. And I was going to start telling people off about it and I thought I'd be here all day and I've got better things for my day so I can't be bothered. Yeah. <laughs> I will just exit quietly out of the way. <laughs> just do your thing and then go. Don't worry about it. These, Omnicrom carriers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think that's it. People still don't understand what the actual rules are anymore. Yeah, and the messaging's got a bit confusing because it's not as clear. And, and, and no one's enforcing it. Businesses aren't enforcing it either. No. Right? So they're, they're not actually really... like. I think that's what needs to happen if you want to enforce those rules. You probably need to like say to businesses, well, that's it. you don't enforce it. But then how do you enforce it? Because then obviously if you tell them to put a mask on, mm. They start yelling and screaming at you like a clown. But you don't even hear businesses enforcing it anymore. Like before, no. you'd see it on the news, right, where they wouldn't let people in, and the people, there'd be people shouting at the shops. Like you don't even see that anymore, right? I like that. I did like excitement that. when you go to the shop. I love seeing people yelling like Woolworths and Coles, and because <laughs> they were breaching their human rights. And <laughs> Where's Karen when you need? Them? And the other question, I like the QR codes, which do seem to be a comical now. And that's completely pointless. Well, they can still do it for another month. So apparently, it was a line board decision. I'm like. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm. you're not contact tracing mm. anymore you're just updating them with pointless alerts yeah so if they're not even um, contract tracing what's the point I get like one or two a day and I don't go many places no and it doesn't matter because if you've been to that place for four hours is that still a thing no no so I think if there's a case any time that day they will alert everyone that was at that place in that day yeah I get that but so, if, like, so if you go somewhere like a big place like a big chain store yeah, or yeah. things like that where obviously lots of people go sporting to sporting event mm. likely there's going to be a case there because at yeah. some point in the day someone in the community mm. probably is going to hang out there with it a bit less I notice it has declined yes well I haven't got one in a couple of weeks so, so whether no one's processing them anymore or <laughs> no one's putting their tests anymore I don't know that is so bad so what's the point I don't know Steve. I'm really struggling <laughs> with this I kind of I think it made more sense when we had smaller cases, but when it's yeah. like everyone's got one. When it was actually being implemented and they were taking it more serious and yeah. keeping people updated. Like, it just seems like, well, now we're essentially living with it, right? Yes, that seems to be. Like, it's just like, okay, whatever. You get a ping on your phone, oh, whoopie do. Yeah. People aren't as, like, I don't know, I do feel sick it. every time I get one, though. Do you? I feel like I've got symptoms. I just have that alert. Do you get tested every time you get a ping? No, because I kind of feel like it's just the symptom of like, oh my God, it was the COVID. Oh, okay. But then now that, that's the thing as well. You're like, oh, COVID. Yeah. 
Yeah. What'd we do? Well, hey, I, I went to a Zoom in the other day with three other people, and I was the only one that didn't have COVID yet. Oh, were you? <laughs> yeah, everyone's got it. Well, I, I as far as I know, I haven't got it. By well, I think I haven't got it. I haven't had it. I, I did know. have a headache the other day, but that's because I was working in front of a computer. Yeah, so. well, just, um, we'll it was the computer that was giving me the headache. <laughs> There's a virus and a half. Yeah, but with Grace Tame Out, we do have a new Australian of the Year, Dylan Alcott. Yes. Good choice. Good choice. Advocate of uh, disability and, uh, I don't know, just good things in general. He's the first disabled Australian of the Year to our I don't know, is he? I believe so, yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Which is a bit shocking, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is a bit shocking, right? Because you think would, there would have been other ones, but no, I guess not. And also quite rare for a sports person with a high profile to get a mention as well, because normally... No other sport pe- people? Well, they have been previously, but I think in the last decade or two, mm. they tend not to... Uh, they haven't picked as many high-profile people already. It tends to be like a Grace Tame you wouldn't have known about. Yeah. So she was Australian of the Year. Oh, I didn't like, even know who she was. The last 10 Australian of the Years, I had no mm. idea who they were. Mm. This is probably a rare exception where they've actually picked someone that is probably well-known before they became Australian. Mm. Yeah, exactly. He's good. I, I don't know. He's, he's a good seem, character. Seems right. He's a pretty good advocate. Oh no, Caffrey Freeman. Uh, Caffrey Freeman. Yeah, that was two thousand something. <laughs> Ninety eight. Ninety eight. Right. So <laughs> even before. Claire. I think my point's not disproven, is it? But no, you're right. That's only the. So yeah, Dylan Alcott. <laughs> <laughs> we keep trying. Keep trying to fact check. I'll I'll check. Uh, <laughs> try to get catch you out. <laughs> Tough crap. But he is the only um, d- disabled advocate, so... Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, I, yeah. It's, it's good, he's, a guy, he's an interesting well, guy. He seems like an interesting guy, but he is, a, um, I guess, a bit of that, um, yeah, from this week. There was a touch of Hollywood in the capital last night with a distinctly Australian feel. But rather than movie stars, it was community champions gracing the red carpet, among them Dylan Alcott who, despite having played his way into yet another Australian Open final just hours earlier, was humble. The 2022 Australian of the Year is Dylan Alcock. I thought I was no chance. Then I got here and I saw this really good-looking ramp. And I thought, I might have a chance here. It wasn't just his sporting exploits that earned him the top honour, but his advocacy and philanthropy aimed at changing perceptions around disability. Of those four and a half million people, only 54% of them are involved in the workforce. Unemployment rate is double that of able-bodied people. Both figures haven't moved in 30 years. And guess what? We're not, we're not just ready to work. We're, we're ready to take your jobs. All right? We are coming. We are coming. He follows in the footsteps. <laughs> that, the Chinese taking our jobs back oh, in the days. No. Hey. Is, that why the people are, is that why they're not getting hired? We're <laughs> worried about that job. Uh, no, that's a disgusting statistic, by the way. And so after true. thirty years as well. Yeah, bloody hell. Yeah. When you talk about you know gender pay gaps and things like yeah. that, yeah, the disability gap, I think it's <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a terrible a, form. Um, absolutely can, shocking. You don't hear about this very often, so you talk about diversity mm. and inclusion. This is one that's been talked about a lot. No, and who better than Dylan to actually, I guess, implement change and make a difference. Not just in the workforce, but Australia as a whole, right? But his life must be easy in some respects, though, because that whole idea of where the ramp turns up and you know that you get a win, <laughs> that's pretty damn good, right? Absolutely. Because, like, it would have been pretty bad if there was no ramp there. You're like, uh, I'm done. No. <laughs> I'm not going to win. I guarantee you, Glenn, if he wasn't going to win, he wouldn't have travelled from the Australian Melbourne to no, Canberra. No, they all do. They all oh, know. do they? Anyway? Yeah, they're nominated before then, so they're not actually... I think they know. Come on. No, they don't. I don't believe that. Yeah. 
They have to know. No. They don't have to know, but I feel like they would know. No, I think they get all the nominees to come and then they announce it on the night so they've got that shocked reaction. Okay. So they've got a sense they might be in the running. I would think Dylan would be a maybe like, he's retiring. Like, it would make sense that he would be. He was a, one of the favourites, I suspect. Okay, yeah. Oh, so it wasn't a surprise that he won. It was kind of like, hmm, can't even that, can't Yeah, okay. And when the wheelchair ran there, well, that was just. I'm sure he knew once he saw the ramp. <laughs> Whatever was you saw the record never wanted to have that ticket. And they're taking it away. It's better record in the old days, I don't know. Um, <laughs> no, well that's good, I'm glad he won, so hopefully. But, but it's, I think it's an issue that we just don't, hmm. people don't talk about a lot, even though no. it's quite prevalent in all sorts of disabilities that hmm. exist that people just don't. Hmm. Workplaces don't accommodate really easily. No, and that's why there's that... Um, you can't ask that disability episode as well yeah. on ABC, which is really good. I think touches on a lot of that. Um, yeah, they can do any. They can do what normal people. Oh, you, you know, everyday other people can do, I guess. Yeah, and it's employers too. Attitudes of employers are the worst because yeah. they will just not hire these people. No, because they usually hire people that are like themselves, right? Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. makes no sense because. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which is so dumb. Why do you want more of yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> you might just, just clone yourself. It might be a lot easier. No, no. <laughs> so yeah, good, good for um. Dylan as well. Now I'm opening a new t-shirt stand next week, Steve. I'm going to start selling um, Aboriginal flag t-shirts. Because uh, now I can, because apparently, r- outrageously, previously anyone using the Aboriginal flag uh, mm. had to... No, I'm not doing that, by the way. I don't You're not going to do that? You couldn't be bothered? Because <laughs> now it's in the public domain and basically anyone. Um, the government found $20 million, which seems like a very happy amount of money to essentially let anyone reproduce the Aboriginal flag. Yeah, wherever they like. Um, because this is... Well, one, people didn't even know that it was trademarked to be... Well, I'm sure there were people that did know, but majority of people didn't know it was trademarked to begin with, right? And then there was backlash from I the... I heard of it, yeah. Yeah, it was... Um, yeah, because it was trademarked by the original designer. And then when the AFL tried to use it, they, were, they got in um, a bit of, I don't know, back and forth between a company that owned the rights to use it in um, at sporting events and yep. on merchandise and... And then the AFL weren't having that, the NRL weren't having that, and then the general public heard about this, and then this is where it kind of like snowboarded into the fact the Australian government probably should buy it, right? <laughs> yeah, because I think the cousin made the flag must have sold the rights to some other company. To the, comp- to the, the shirt company, company. Making it, yeah. essentially, like, I don't know. Mm. If it's supposed to be made, I kind of feel like, well, if they made it, but it's definitely... Mm. But the problem with flags, I, I always see them as, like, they're not... They sh- they yeah, sh- with flags... publicly owned, like... It's kind of like, it's common sense, right? It's a flag of the nation, of your country. It should be for free to use and wherever. Or maybe the Australian flag should probably um, be charged for. Because on Australia Day, there's far too many people that we attack. Wearing my capes and all that. Yeah, that, sh- that, that should, like, at least... Be no, that should charge those people. They should be charged, absolutely. <laughs> probably twice as much. <laughs> they should be and the singlet wearers as well. Singlet wearers. And if you're in Australia Day underpants... Charge everyone with a Union please. Jack tattoo as well. Yeah. <laughs> charge all the ones with the Ned Kelly saying yes. <laughs> just keep going <laughs> but yeah very shocking because people didn't know how do I vote for you Steve <laughs> I might be running for the next election that's it the anti-boat party <laughs> uh, yeah but very shocking but it is in the public domain now oh, I guess not really public domain but people can just use it now yeah right um, yeah so that, here's a little bit of that I think we'll see um, yeah so we'll see we might have to start using it 
The distinctive red, black and yellow in the public's hands for the first time. It's been two and a half years um, of public pressure and uh, it's people power really. Laura Thompson began the Free the Flag movement in 2019 when her company received a legal letter to stop printing it on clothes because it violated copyright laws. We wanted the same rights that all Australians enjoy to the Australian flag. We wanted that to the Aboriginal flag. Both the NRL and AFL backed the campaign after they were also threatened with legal action over their Indigenous round jerseys. The flag's image was still owned by its designer, literature artist Harold Thomas. Yeah, and that's where the whole confusion was, right? Who's... We didn't even know there was an owner. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I, I didn't know. I know a lot of things, though, to be fair. <laughs> but you didn't know this. Didn't know that. <laughs> uh, and also the Australia Day, obviously, um, the, the Invasion Day, Australia Day, depending on which... Uh, which side it. of Sydney you hang uh, out in? Yeah, I always feel like I don't because I strike pretty straight in with you might. Once you get the wrong person. Uh, <laughs> Once you go over that inner west, you <laughs> do not go happy straight in the inner west. They do not like it. Uh, but huge protests this year. I actually was there. Massive protests. Didn't hear much about it to be honest on the news. It was on the news, but anyway. I know they did at town hall. Yeah, it was massive. It was a massive yeah. crowd. Um, it actually does seem to be that the movement is probably. Mm. I actually do think they got a good argument when it's a Wednesday. Why? Because it's really inconvenient to have it the holiday in the middle of the week. So I was like, oh, oh it's a fantastic day off. I'll go to work. No, they're going to have it on. They should be. See, um, they should move the Australia Day to either a Friday or a Monday. Yeah, I actually think that if you had that argument, um, you might have a strong uh, sense of a better debate, really. You know, I just thought, oh, God, this is the problem with Australia Day, because it has to happen on the day. Yeah. You just can't. They don't, but they can move everything else, right? They can move Easter Monday. Well, they can move so. the Queen's birthday. Move the Queen's so. birthday. <laughs> New Year's. <laughs> so, yeah, it's really interesting that this debate is still raging. It's still going on. It just feels like it's... I don't know, growing. It seems to be growing momentum. It does feel that it's, it's potentially... It, it, it's getting there, yeah. yeah. It's getting I'm not sure if I care too much for it to change. I'm not sure if... Um, no. I'm more of an extra public holiday fan, to be honest. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, give me an extra public holiday. <laughs> and a lot of people... Like, I saw a lot of commentary this week, too, that people were talking about... Aboriginal people were talking about as well. They were talking about how they kind of find the focus on this is not their highest priority in life. Mm. They're kind of concerned about higher order issues, like getting vaccines into their communities... Finding um, jobs, getting health, yeah, care yeah. in the communities, like solving the like employment. Like the, the idea that the whole the Aboriginal problem we have in the country is going to be solved because we moved to Australia Day probably is a bit superficial, yeah. and I'm not sure yeah. if that's really going to make. Absolutely, it's not. symbolic, not unimportant, mm. but I'm not sure if it's going to be. It's a good start, but there's other issues they probably could focus on as well. But how do you acknowledge the data? Because one person said they actually would support it because they actually think that it's part of the country's history, even though it's a difficult history, mm. do you not mark the day at all and just you can pretend it doesn't exist? Mm-hmm. Well, that's it. How, how could you not? Be hard. It's like, <laughs> it's in the oh, nothing happened that day. It's, you know, don't talk about that. It's like, yeah. it's a secret. And there probably are people that do do that. Yeah. But how can you ignore it? It's in the name. Australia. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you have to mark Europeans that are on arrival, I guess, because that's still going to be there in history, right? You can't avoid that. It happened. It, it happened. You can't just ignore it. You can't yeah. just like deny it never happened. It did happen. But do you need a public holiday and celebrate it? But it? people aren't celebrating that, as far as I know. No, I just had the day off, really. I yeah. did get these Friday fireworks, though. That's how I stand up for the national anthem, and that's about it. I just want the fireworks. Yeah, and the fireworks. Because the music to turn off was distracting. Oh, is it? <laughs> you didn't like the music? Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, all the like, jingoistic Australian music. Oh, uh, yeah. They usually choose the terrible artists. <laughs> Oh, the good Australian music. 
<laughs> you want a bit of akadako? That'd have been an excess size. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there you so go. It's like, hey, I had a few good chips. Bit of Barnsy. Bit of Barnsy. Barnsy. I'll take no Barnsy. <laughs> no Barnsy? No, I do it. <laughs> I mean, he's all right, but it's like a seeing him. <laughs> and also too bad news too, if you're on WeChat today too, I have listened to China, obviously. Um, yes. They will be very upset is that Skomo's account has been deleted. That's right. Yeah. You must feel like Craig Kelly does. <laughs> To be fair, was he really even really using it? He was, yes, no. Was he? Massive. Apparently, oh. politicians in Australia are quite keen on using WeChat because they can reach Chinese voters mm-hmm. in local community and mm-hmm. get to them directly on WeChat. Because obviously, mm. the Chinese community loves WeChat. They've got family at home. Yep. I have a WeChat account. You can WeChat. Do you? Too. Yes, you absolutely can. Okay. I'd have to get one. You have to get one and then message me and then I'll open it every... Why do you have a WeChat account? <laughs> Someone said I should open one and I open one. I message people occasionally. Oh, well, there you go. Okay. Uh, well, colleagues, it was a great idea, and, and I always forget to log into it, so... <laughs> but it's interesting, like, it's China showing some influence there. I'm sure, sure there's an account violation, apparently. Yeah, that's right, because the person... Well, the, the Prime Minister didn't, like, really run the account himself. It was through a third party, right? Yeah, now the ownership is disputed, and it is... Yeah, it so the third party sold the account to a guy that wanted it for the, um... Because for the, um... The amount of people he had on it. The followers that he had on it, and the the guy claims he didn't know who the Prime Minister of Australia was, which I do not believe for a second. The opposition leader, maybe, but the Prime Minister, come yeah. on, everyone. Anthony Albanese, I could believe. Yes. We, we showed that last week. You even got who he was. <laughs> I thought he was running the election when it was <laughs> So I don't believe that the guy did not know who the Prime Minister was, to be honest. Yeah, but, um. you, you're running the tails. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure the Chinese government was more than happy to cooperate on their system. And oh, absolutely. Because yeah. com- obviously the company's not actually owned by the Chinese government, but it's obviously run no, no, no. by it's, a Chinese it's company, by, um, which most Chinese companies, uh, if the government knocks on their door and says, can you help me with a little issue here? Yes, sir, I can. Uh, I think it's yes, sir, yes, sir, free baseball. How else can they help us? <laughs> exactly. So they put a stop to that, right? They're like, Pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll see how that ends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll be back more shortly. Welcome back to the Wild West. You're with Glenn and Steve. It's time to talk what's happening in the local area. I think it's been a while since we played a clip. We from, have. From our new mayor, because normally we're, we were used to Mayor Wendy's messages every week. We were. He's but now. Mayor Ned, what's he doing? Well, he's his first three days. What's he done? I don't know. I would have thought he would have had a holiday, New Year's, Christmas Day, out with the family. Australia Day. Australia Day. Yeah. Um, okay, well, let's see. What let's see what he's been doing. He's got two years on Australia Eve, so he obviously wasn't as busy, but um, let's, let's hear from, from the... I do have one criticism. Okay. Oh. doesn't have the nice intro music anymore. Oh, the... Yeah, he hasn't got that yet. Okay. I don't know if I'm happy with that. But we'll see how he goes. I haven't listened to the whole thing, but here is the first 30 days. Hi everybody, uh, it's Ned here. I just want to give you a quick update about our first month uh, being your mayor. Um, as I work for you, it's very important that you know what I have been doing um, in this time frame. So I started uh, as mayor on the 21st uh, of December. Um, in that period, there have been numerous briefings and discussions uh, to understand the current financial situation and position of council. Because let's face it, if the numbers and the financial position is not right, we won't be able to get the services that we all expect and deserve from council. Now that process is ongoing with myself and the other councillors 
Um, now, so that's one element. The other element is we have been meeting with health and uh, about the issues that were going on now with COVID and so on and so forth. There have been numerous discussions um, with them and hopefully we're coming towards the end of this pandemic because um, I'm sure we, um, we, we all want to move on with our lives. Other than that, we're working on progressing our 100-day plan. We're getting the motions ready and doing the research to make sure that what we promised will be delivered. And they're happening and they're very positive. Uh, so we'll see what happens at the next council meeting. So my goal is I want to be able to report back to you after the next council meeting, which is on the 2nd of February. Um, on top of the meetings with health and the council staff, we've had numerous differences with uh, community groups. We've gone to the events. Uh, thank you for everyone inviting me to, to, to Christmas. Um, so it's been really, really good to see what's going on in the community. Um, and hopefully you will see a lot more as we start getting back to a bit of a normal Normality uh, in the new year. Uh, now, I also want to invite you to Australia Day. Uh, we have two. Too, so, late. too late, Ned. <laughs> just to recap, there in the first three days, he's went to a lot of meetings. He went to a lot of meetings, looked at some numbers. Yep. And he's waiting till the second of February. <laughs> to actually do something. <laughs> I, I don't want to say that the energy was a bit of a letdown, but uh, uh, like in most things, the first thirty days, I think he's got the right approach. Don't get me wrong. I don't think you can go in there and start just you know. No, he's got to look at the. Causing, he's got to assess the, what's happened. Right? Yeah. yeah, but I think you're overselling. You know, hundred day plan. Like, I, what, what was the hundred day plan again? Don't know. Don't know. <laughs> well, probably what my voters are thinking right now. Actually, is uh, don't but know. He, but he's working for you, Glenn. Oh, he is. Because um, in that case, I want more than a hundred day plan, mate. I want a two hundred day plan. I, I want a fortnightly update, but I want yeah. a thirty day. <laughs> well, his thirty day plan includes many things like. Yeah. Uh, Removing 30k speed zone. Oh, the one near the station? Yeah, all through Liverpool. Oh. Is that all through Liverpool? Yes! Why? Why not? <laughs> Going. Gone. He's, got, he's got my vote. <laughs> well, he's, it's probably why he won the election, actually. It's <laughs> everyone crawls through Liverpool. I, I, I had to keep my bike speed down today, so I can go over it. He's going to clean the streets, apparently. Uh, okay. Construct new swimming pools and 500 new parking spaces. I think that... Um, I don't think that's going to happen in 100 days. But anyway, it's... Uh, <laughs> I think just start that work on the process, make those decisions. I give him... It was so I think there'll be the symbolic decision that will be... Okay. The 30 speed zone will be his big, you know, victory. Because the rest of them might be a bit longer term. Yeah, Cleaning yeah, the streets... Mm, don't know if I... I'll the streets today, they don't seem any cleaner. They seem pretty clean to me. They, they weren't that dirty before, but they're not any cleaner than they were either. No, no. I want them polished, please. Oh, really? Absolutely. <laughs> You want Ned out there polishing? The I want someone out. That doesn't mean Ned. He can hire someone to do it. I don't. I'm not fussy. As long as they're polished. Do you remember the episode of The Simpsons where the garbage man do everything? <laughs> yeah. I kind of feel like that. This is the problem of being the local mayor. Is you can go promise everything, but you could be careful that I don't think the garbage man can take your garbage out of your house. Uh, no, I kind of um, picture a garbage man sweeping the um, gutter. Yeah, <laughs> would be great. <laughs> maybe we had enough people to do that. Okay, well, he's got initiative, so he's. I think he'll get stuff done, but maybe not everything. Yeah, and I think also too, like, the only right Hyundai plan, I think, is a bit of a, I don't know, it's a... It's a, it's a tempo, right? It's just something to aspire to. And I know, managers think it's a great thing to tell people. I don't know why. Yeah. Please stop doing it. It doesn't impress anyone. No. It might impress you. I don't know who, who it does impress, actually. Are you impressed when someone comes in with the Hyundai plan? No, I'm like, you're going to do all that in 100 days. <laughs> what about the 200 days? I don't know. I just... Yeah, what happens after the 100 days? There, there's, no, there's no more 100-day plans anymore. They just stop after 100 days. That's it. We're done. <laughs> we're just, that's a, we're just 200 days worth of work and then have the rest of the year off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I yeah, well, <laughs> business jargon just kills me. Oh, it's ridiculous. But you know, Ned, we'll see how it goes in hundred days. We'll come back to it. 
Now, the idea we have for it, actually, because I, I did tell you the idea of, of, of the Library of Things. Yeah, yeah I was surprised. But the library has things. They have books. Yes, they do. <laughs> and DVDs they and do. a computer. So what's this Library of Things? So they have some of these. They don't have anyone around in this area, unfortunately. Okay. But let's say, for example, when you need to, you know, you occasionally see you need to drill stuff in your house. Yes. Uh, what do you do? I get a drill out. But we didn't have a drill. Um, well, I'd have to either buy one or I don't. Yeah, buy one, I guess. Which is wasteful, right? Yeah. Because you yeah, use. How so. often do you use your drill, Steve? You have oh, pff, hardly ever. Maybe every couple of months. I've used it for maybe less than an hour its whole entire life. So I don't even know what. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah. even know it comes with a charger actually, because it does. I don't think I've ever had to need to charge it. <laughs> is that how? Because is that how least you use it? Well, yeah, would it, would it? And even if you use it, you use it for one or two seconds, right? Mm. So what they their idea is is that basically you can go borrow a drill yeah. from the library of like instead of just borrowing books, you can borrow the things that you might. That makes sense. It makes so much sense. But don't kill Bunnings business. Don't they already do that though? Bunnings and those type of. They sell them and let you borrow them. You can't take the docker back and return it next week. You think they would have that? They would have something in place. You think they would have that? I think they would. Yeah. Well, you think they would actually? Uh, It makes sense, right? They can't make money off it though, right? Hmm. Well, they can if people don't bring it back on time, or you know. Oh, late fees. Oh, (laughs) like a hardware store where basically we just find out. A hardware blockbuster. Yes. Actually, wow. Late fees. Um. Get us venture capitalists now. We're onto this. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Well, I guess it makes sense for a library to do something like that. Yeah. It makes total sense. Why doesn't every library in the whole country do this? This is just such But then how far can the library thing. go? Because how much would it cost the council to buy hmm. 20 drills? Like, I'm not saying the book collection isn't exciting. No. I'm just having a hunch. I'm not sure if the books are flying off the shelves as they once used to do. But then again, yeah, that's the thing. Like, when was the last time you borrowed a book from the library? I did the other week. Really? Yes, I did. Well, what, I haven't read it yet. But what it's did still, you borrow? It's still, now I'm curious. It's still, it's still actually. What did you borrow? Come on, guys. Um, it was a book about Prague. Interesting. It's a very big book, so it's going to take a long time to read. So oh, wow. I might have a late fee eventually. <laughs> I'm very impressed. You borrowed a book from the library. I am. Yeah, very impressed. I might do it again next year. <laughs> when you actually, I think I didn't say I read the book, Steve. Oh, that's okay. the next step. Is this just there. so you can keep the library in business? Well, we actually talked about this the other week, right? You know, we did. Yeah. I don't read books enough, and now you've inspired And me, you so. finally borrow it, and you still haven't read it. <laughs> haven't read it. It's not even downside. They put the book on screen. Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. So it's a great idea. I think it's brilliant. I think really they should start doing this more because like, I think it's sort of wasteful that we have so many things in our house that we don't use very often. That is true, but then it's the thing... But then I think it's a bit of inconvenience though too, which is going to be like, the drill is very convenient. Like I wouldn't want to borrow a screwdriver because it's like, I'm going to go to the library, get my library card, borrow the screwdriver, I'll brush down, screw my thing up, come back, return the, the screwdriver. But that's the thing with the drill. Are they only uh, giving you the drill? Are they going to have nails there? Or well, uh, consumables you wouldn't borrow because it'd be very hard to return the nail after you put it into your arm thing, you're nailing to the wall. <laughs> it's like borrowing tissues, Steve. I don't know why people want to borrow tissues. They always have to borrow tissues. <laughs> I don't want it back. You can keep the tissue. <laughs> it's all yours. Have your I'll happily donate that to have, you. Have your germs. I brought your face mask? No thanks. <laughs> You've never borrowed anyone's face mask? Do you borrow someone's face mask? <laughs> I'm just in the tape coated. It's like having a standard try on a face mask before you buy. Oh, that's but what happens if you lose your face mask and you're like, excuse me, can I borrow it? It hasn't happened yet, thankfully. It's my greatest fear in life right now. <laughs> you know, where do you find a, a face mask at midnight when you need to get home? That is true. Well, you're going home at midnight, Claire. What are you going? Up to dodgy stuff. <laughs> it's not too much supermarket shopping. Oh, always dodgy stuff, Steve. Come really, on. at midnight? Okay. 
I know they, like, they're actually closed at midnight. They've shot earlier, and I'm okay. like, yes, it's very convenient. I have to go before 10. Oh, okay. <laughs> the only customer probably impacted by that, but anyway. <laughs> There's that guy again. <laughs> That's it. There's a few other people that do that. I'm not the only person. No, I know. I'm sure there are. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So, library of um, things. Yeah, that'd be very interesting. I think fantastic. It would be yeah. game changing. Absolutely. Wow. Anything else in the local area? I don't think so. I don't know much else. How's crime going? Crime? Oh, it's probably fine. I haven't heard about that in a while. It's just happening. Yeah, it's just it's happening. happening. Um, kids are back, though. Obviously, that's the other big thing as well. School goes back next week. back next week. Obviously, yeah. they had the big... It's still pretty impressive how mm. they've had to get the, the rats out to the kids. Yeah, but they're sure the schools have all got them now. Yeah, which I thought was a brave call, actually, because mm. I went, you're just asking for trouble. Mm. If you're the Premier going out saying every school's got them... I went, well, there's one school that hasn't done that. Every school in the state? Yeah. Every single one? Are they really guaranteed and checked that? Like, I don't I, believe I, that. I, 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 when I heard that, I was like, this is just... As soon as I hear every, I know they're full of... <laughs> yeah, like, crap. no idea. <laughs> no, no. We think we've sent it to every school in town. Everyone's got it yeah. sorted, but... Yeah. Do they have one? Um, but you... I actually saw, for the first time this week, rat tests. I was actually... Did you? And what do you I think? I was... Saw that were very expensive, and I thought I don't remember really yeah. <laughs> Was it worth the dollars? <laughs> that's what, uh, the post office actually. I don't think the oh, post. Oh, yeah, that's the right. post was a head rat test, which is really bizarre. Uh, yeah. Wow. Well, there you go. So at least you know that they're actually out there. They do exist. I actually just thought that was a bit of a scam that people talked about. Like you know, like when people talk about them long enough, you're like, yeah. And then when people go, I went to the shops, I couldn't find them. <laughs> Are you sure they exist? Exactly. Have they invented them yet? That's my, that's my next question I was going to have. No, that's it, because you always hear how they're off the shelves and no one can find them. And every time I go to the shelves, I can see them perfectly fine. So he's got a little more hoarded at home. I'm not telling you where area I live in. <laughs> that would be gone. Now, there's also some drama in the electorate of Hughes, and obviously a very dramatic electorate, as oh, we know, happened? because we've obviously got um, Craig Kelly, um, who um, is now part of the the SMS party um, the oh, United yeah, Party what's Craig um, Kelly done nothing he hasn't done anything actually this week that's not, well, only may have, I don't know I haven't checked, checked business as usual but there's now for the Liberal Party because obviously he, there's a base in the Liberal Party and obviously Melanie Gibbons indicated mm. that she's going to take the position she was putting her name down yeah, for the pre-selection mm. however oh. there's a bit of change there there's other people interested in the gig really and the, the even more outrageous is that there's a move from someone from Manly to take on the position, so they could parachute someone in. Again, that's a lot of parachute. And the, the idea is that maybe it will be on without a rank and file ballot. Um, it's part of a fractional deal that will try to resolve some of their fraction. This can only go down as. Why? What are they why? doing? Yeah, what, what's up with all the parachuting? The idea is the safe seat. They reckon they've probably got a good chance of winning and maintaining it. I, I guess the only one risk they've got is obviously there's a. <clears throat> the independent candidate strongly campaigning in the seat mm-hmm. um, that, that's well funded so potentially it might be a bit more competitive than they expect but I think yeah. they're probably pretty sure they're going to keep the seat um, but wouldn't it be a bit bold to keep like the state member would probably have a good profile in the area would you not yes. opt for that as a logical progression I don't really understand why you would state member find would. someone from the sh- from the other shire the other, the other side of the spit bridge as uh, they do with Keneally like I didn't think people from Manly left that Mm. But don't they just stay in Manly? I never thought they yeah, left Manly. That's it. Um, so yeah, controversial. Another controversy. Yeah. Wow, another parachuting and didn't they learn the first time? I don't know. It may work. Do people really know their background and stuff? I think that's probably the only question. Probably upsets people in the party, but at the end of the day, does anyone when they go to vote really understand where someone lives? Like it's a it's a no. thing politicians always use, oh you don't live in the area and it's like Yeah, what well, do you think about that? 
you don't carry those? I think you probably shouldn't live in the area unless you've got a connection with the area or, mm. you know, it would be a bit weird if you were living in Manly and... That is true. And then try, trying to fight for the people of Fairfield. The people have done it before. Reba Ma was one that she used okay. to live in Bondi and mm-hmm. she decided she didn't like living in Cabramatta anymore and she moved out and she just... I don't, Pat, Pat Farmer was another one. He used to be... Oh, wow, that's a name I haven't heard. You haven't heard that for a while, have you? Wow. And, and he used to do that too. He used to go to you know, a house in Mossman somewhere and he just, okay. you know... You know, just wanted to renovate a house because it's somewhere nice. And how can you stop them, right? They're not, you don't have to. It doesn't because you're elected in the electorate. It doesn't not a good look though. I, I think you do lose a bit of um, what? Yeah, credibility. So the pre-election's wide open. So Melanie Gibbons may stay the state member. She hasn't. There was a bit of indication this may happen before mm-hmm. Christmas when she decided that she wasn't uh, going to exit her seat. So she wasn't going for by-election right. in February. Uh, so she's holding on for the moment so yeah one to watch okay oh well they've got time right not long probably want to get it sorted pretty soon I don't know <laughs> I don't know but well, I guess we'll see how that one and the parties are also quite divided as well because obviously Craig Kelly was also the last captain's pick mm. and obviously that went down very well so mm. um, I'm not sure if the party imposing a person that elected again is probably going to ruin their base of mm. supporters in the area so I think they probably well, I don't know. I, I don't understand why parties just don't stick with we just do a, a simple process and just pre-select. Hmm. And then if they're a sitting member, I don't know why you then bring pre-select sitting members because they probably should be unless they're crazies. Hmm. Well, um, they are crazies. So. There's quite a few of them. So, yeah, Craig <laughs> Kelly, case in point. <laughs> All right. We'll see how it turns out. Welcome back to the Wild West. Here are Glenn and Steve. It's time to... See, what's happening in television? We haven't talked about TV in a while, have we? Haven't, no, no, Steve, we have not. Um, watch anything interesting? I mean, we've tried to watch Succession, actually. Oh, what do you think? I have not seen it. They're really horrible people. Really? Yeah, rich people really annoy me. Is that surprising? No, it's just they're really <laughs> obnoxious. <laughs> but strangely addictively to watch, I don't know. Well, that's why the show's very popular at the yeah, moment. Yeah, I just, like, want to froze them <laughs> at my TV. Every time I see them, like, outsmart each other, the... Wow. Do you? Obviously, it's loosely based on the Murdoch world because yeah, you, you kind of see parallels. There's kind of. Do you get that from it? Well, there's like a daughter, there's two sons, um, oh, there's like okay. the media yeah, empire. It's got some parallels. Okay. Uh, yeah, but yeah, no, it's, it's okay. <laughs> nothing special? Nothing special. No, okay. Nothing special. Oh, it's like, it's all right. It's watchable. Is that a great. That's a good. That's, yeah, that's a good indication. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's watchable. To some. To some. Yeah, I think. Okay. I don't know. Not all. I'll see. Maybe it gets better. I don't know. It wasn't How far into it are you? About halfway through the first season. Okay, there's three seasons, I think. Yeah. No, six. Six? Yes. What? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how you stretch that out to six, but hey, you can apparently. <laughs> I thought, okay, I thought it was only a recent show. Yeah. Well, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Did you watch anything exciting, Steve? No, no, I didn't oh. actually watch it. The only thing exciting this week I watched, The Project. Oh, project! I actually watched the project for a first time in a while because I heard there was a bit of controversy. Did you really watch some? No, I didn't. But yeah, to be honest, yeah. no, this week I really did not watch any television, um, other than the tennis. But that's just, you know, just to see Australia go over the world. But we'll get into that later. The so what happened to the project? Anything exciting? I missed the project this week. Um, well, as we were talking about earlier, the Australia Day, uh, Grace Tame was not very happy with Morrison. Uh, they covered it on the project this week where they had a guest that wasn't very happy with the way Peter Van Osland um, gave his review of Grace Tame not being happy. Here it is. Mm. 
to that for a bit, Amy. Some people, I'm not one of them for the record, but some people uh, don't see the problem with him drawing the parallel to his uh, daughters and his wife. Uh, what is the problem with it? Well, and I have to say this, um, Peter, your um, remarks during this whole period is one of the reasons why I wrote the book, because your response absolutely helped fuel my anger and the anger of so many people around it, because not only do people what need to... What was my response? Your response when you were talking about the micro and the macro of the situation and how perhaps we needed to think about, you know, some of the other people who were involved in some other allegations that came up at the time. It was just flabbergasting to me. You hold such an important position in the na national conversation. But that that was just, can I just, for my own point here, can I just clarify, that wasn't about Brittany Higgins. That was no, about Christian Porter. it wasn't about Brittany Higgins, but it was within the same conversation. It's all part of the same conversation. And you hold such an important part in that conversation. And for you to take that line was devastating to so many people. And your column today, again, devastating to so many people, because this is the point. The point is women constantly have to come out, talk about their trauma, talk about their position, talk about not being taken seriously, scream the roof down, get to the point where I am almost crying on national television to talk about this because we're constantly being told how we should act, who we should think about and who perhaps should be seen in our place. You mentioned Grace Tame there. Uh, I'd like to show some of the photos today of Grace Tame meeting with the Prime Minister, uh, ending her tenure, her incredible tenure as Australian of the Year. Uh, it seems to have made a few men uncomfortable, including you, PVO, who felt the need to write an article today um, telling Grace how you believe she should have acted today. First of all, why do you feel the need to tell Grace how she should have behaved? But second of all, why should she stand there and smile and pretend it's all OK when there is an absolute catastrophe oh, I, on I the didn't think she here? should stand there and smile and pretend it's OK. I just thought she shouldn't go. Uh, if you can't be polite in some form, then I just think don't go. But why should she have to be silenced and quiet? Why can't she go and, and make a statement in her behaviour about how she feels about what's happened over the past year? I don't think she's been silenced by not going. I think it would have made a big statement if she hadn't gone and she didn't speak at the event. Uh, so I just think if you can't just have basic courtesy then to the Prime Minister, I don't like Scott Morrison particularly, but if you can't show... There's an understatement of the week, Steve. He hates Scott Morrison, I believe. Does he? Oh, he's not known for um, positive reviews of him, I don't believe. No, he doesn't uh, say that. I, I, I don't think I've seen many of his... Mm. No, I don't, no, I don't think so, no. no. When was the last time the PM was on um, the project? Well, not... <laughs> but it was a great introduction there. Uh, <laughs> never, don't always see hosts... Uh, no. Go into full-on debate. That's you very rare. No, no. New, new, new type of genre there. You think so? Host debates? Oh, yeah, great. Awesome, <laughs> just tear each other apart. Uh, I think it does. It does make the show more interesting when every when they act like everything's so perfect and happy. So I like to. I like seeing things like that. Is that actually like car crashes, Steve? Or I like the drama. I like drama, <laughs> especially when it is the host. I think it adds more to it, right? It adds more authenticity to it. I, I think the lady saying that this guy has a very big point in the national debate was probably being, and everyone's devastated by his column. I'm, I think she was. Over I'm just not sure if that many people read his column. No, I'm not sure if that many people. Not many people subscribe to the Australian. I hate to say, there's 25 million people in the country, and most people don't read the column. So, yeah, exactly. I'm not sure if very yeah, population many is of those that devastated to the Australian. 
yeah, that, that's a good question, Steve. Uh, so I don't think everyone in, was I, upset about it. I just find it. media people discussing um, how important their columns are. or and, and that's the problem with something like this as well. It's more of like their own, their own half, little circle, right? Half the audience at home is like, what are you talking about? Yeah, didn't, didn't even read the article. And I'm not going to. So. <laughs> yes, and I actually read the article. Oh, did you? Still, and what did you think after I reading it? Didn't think it was that interesting. But uh, okay, did it make you? Did you cry? Did you make you upset? Like this lady, she said she was. Yeah, it's a valid point. It's a point to be entitled to, I guess. Like it's an argument to say that that yeah. might have been more effective while you're doing it. I don't think it's that controversial. But no. uh, I think people are drawing straws of that argument. But I do also think that was the article particularly um, interesting and insightful? Probably not. Could have done without it's it. It's just like it's like that usual commentary of people what they could have done, should have done, like you know. Yeah. Do I yeah. care what you think, PVO? No. Point. He's, he's got a column to give his opinion. That was his opinion. That's it. Yeah, and that's the thing that like, often is lost in these debates these days is that yeah. people are allowed to have different opinions and yeah. you can do that. Not everyone has to be the same. No. Otherwise, things will one be too boring, and then. Where, well, then what would I complain about on Twitter? That would be my first. Where's the Discord? What would be on Twitter to complain about? Thing, yeah. But, but and also I think too, like sometimes those debates are sometimes just I don't know missing the point. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure how Grace team reacted to the Prime Minister was particularly. It was. It was a car crash to watch, but. I th- yeah. I'm not sure that's going to stop. But then that just reflects her, right? It's so not going to stop the next story. I don't think, Steve. Oh no no the news didn't come to a screeching. Well, let's say uh, let's say a game show host particularly. Wow. Talk about car crash television. Um, <laughs> you want to go to the clip first? And <laughs> let's, let's describe what happened outside the courtroom. Uh, yeah, this is... Andrew, yeah, so yeah, just, I guess, briefly, Andrew O'Keefe, um, known for Deal or No Deal. Just yeah. Life's gone down. <laughs> and he's in the No Deal zone at the moment, it seems. He's uh, still yeah, in jail, refused bail, uh, as he faces charges of an accused, accused of attacking a woman in a, in, in Sydney, uh, choking a woman and... Yeah, choking, spitting. Um, and she had to bite him to stop him from attacking from the statements that were read out in court yesterday. Here's how he reacted outside the courtroom. Andrew O'Keefe, erratic, enraged, kicking and banging. A fallen TV star. Arrested once again. This time over the alleged assault of a woman believed to be a future business partner. I just need him a crime! Please. I just need him a crime! Police say the 38... That's, that's so sad. It's hard to watch hard that someone just... He's just not, like, there. No, so many different elements at play. Well, there's accusations of ice, there's um, bipolar. There's just... Did you hear that? Did you? you no, know, that was you before. He was, found, he was found on a park bench in Sydney once, yeah. right? That was... Alcohol as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... Yeah, just so many. Just the mind's not there. Like, what can you say? It is going to be a very interesting case. It's obviously before the court still, but uh, and the woman involved. It's incredibly shocking attack from what appears from the statements that have been mm. sent to the court. Uh, yeah, good denied bail. It's a fall from grace because he um, has been, had a troubled history in the past. Mm. I think also mm. too with. Alcohol. He was in a re- couple times. Yeah, rehab. Um, it's a long list. And uh, so there's no to be issues. Yeah, no to be issues. So, but to this extent, it just seems like. And he was the white ribbon ambassador for domestic violence. And you and, and this is not the, there's another incident previously yeah. as well. It was fourth courts previously. So yeah, uh, wow. As you said, four from. I had to use the term four from grace. Yeah, that's it's disgrace is the word I use on the TV. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, from used to being on Dill I No Dill every day on the TV, uh, weekend sunrise. Um, 
just a whole but yeah as you said white ribbon ambassador or the founder essentially um but we'll find out in the weeks ahead really what he's about that's it's going to be but that's life that's the courtroom's going to come to the end of that one i think that's going to be and he's, he's, he's i think we know refuse bail and yeah we'll see what happens very sad. But it's wow. Yeah, just it, it's shocking. I I don't know. <laughs> don't know what to say. It's just very shocking. Can we get to another shocking game show story? What? What happened? Oh, it's even more shocking. <laughs> but it's a good shocking, not like the bad shocking. shocking. Okay. So in Jeopardy in America, uh, yeah, they've had an epic run. Um, How's that been in Jeopardy? Yes. Uh, essentially, uh, there has been a contestant's been on forty-game winning streak. Wow. She's won $1.4 million in the game. It's the longest winning streak in the... Um, yeah, history of the game. History of the game, sure. basically. Yeah. It finally ended um, on Australia Day on the 26th. Oh, did it. Uh, and I'll see if you uh, get this question. Oh. It's a really interesting question, actually. Okay. The sure. final question was, this country is the only one whose name in English ends in H. It's also one of the 10 most populous. What is the question for that, Steve, for coming up tomorrow night? Uh, wow, okay. How long do I have? <laughs> I really... It's so easy once you get the answer as well, which is really annoying. Oh, is it? It's so easy. Country. Because oh. it, it, it's... Uh, well, it's not so easy, actually. It's probably not the... I'm pretty stunned, to be honest. Okay, what is it? it, it I, I, do you I, want I, some more thinking music? Uh, yeah. Dun, dun, a, any dun. guesses? Oh, what, what is? H? H. Ends in H. Oh, ends in H. H. Ends in H. No, so and it's the only one that ends in H. And you think people would know this? I, I really don't know. She's been on there for 40 episodes. I'm, I'm stumped, Glenn. What is it? Uh, what is Bangladesh? Bangladesh, really? Yeah. And that is because it is NZH. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's, I didn't even think of that. I, I actually was a bit surprised about it. It's the 10th most populous country in the world. Wow. Well, it's within the one of the 10 most populous. What was her what answer? Is. Uh, what does it say? Don't remember. Oh, okay. I didn't okay. okay. do that much research, Steve. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was a great That's why answer. you're not on... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, no, that's actually... Yeah, I didn't even think Bangladesh. Such a common country yeah. name, right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's amazing. Uh, Good for her, though. 40, 40 yeah. Uh, yeah. So she's, not, she's the longest-winning win- woman um, champion. Second oh, most so in the not, history. Another uh, bloke years ago done a bit more. But even so, $1.4 million. Wow. Uh, huge. I love Jeopardy. I love Jeopardy. Okay. There we go. So you love that, sir. No, but not Bangladesh. I didn't even think of Bangladesh, to be honest. And that's the issue, right? People don't think about it under pressure. and I don't know how they do it. Like, you think these people, yeah. they, they, they do quiz shows like that, like the actual pressure they're under. Oh, I couldn't uh, handle it. No unless, way. yeah, it's in, in, incredibly impossible. Absolutely. All right. Um, another cl- one as well that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, in the UK, they, they released a trailer for this new show, which <laughs> I actually feel like I've watched previously, and I feel like they're ripping off an Australian idea. Okay. Let's have a listen. This prison, four main wings. Told in a thousand adult fails. It's okay to be scared. Not scared. I know people like you, Miss Gill. People like me. You don't know me. Why would you want to be a prison officer? Because I'm really good at shutting up. <laughs> System doesn't. Basically, it's a prison drama. What is it? Went meant to be Wentworth or Wentworth prisoner. or prisoner? Um, it, it feels like it's very similar. Wow. And basically, it's about dodgy um, prison officer screws and. Uh, so it's going to be called. Great name for the show, by the way. What's actually. it called? Screws. Very great name. Scro- no, screw, sorry. Just even screw it. Not even plural. I got that wrong. Um, <laughs> basically, a nickname for about, like, yeah, dodgy yeah, prison yeah. officers, if people screws, aren't aware yeah. of that. If you've been in prison lately. I haven't either. It's just I have not been in prison, but I do know what that is. <laughs> I do know what it means, yeah. I've been to Alcatraz, though. Have you? Yeah. Did you escape from it? 
I did. I got back on the ferry back <laughs> on the boat. So I can say I have. So you can yeah. say you escaped from Alcatraz. <laughs> <laughs> so lame, kind of. Work. Oh, it is lame. We get lamer. Oh, but how was it? I know. It's, just a, it's, it's starting in February. No, no, no. I meant how was Alcatraz? Oh, it was great. It's <laughs> awesome, actually. I, I don't know why people are complaining about being on there. But obviously, no, against your will, it would not be as great because obviously it's, like, it's got a nice view. Imagine it's you get to give it up for the first day. Interesting history. No, it's interesting history because basically they talk about like why people escape from mm-hmm. Alcatraz. Uh, obviously, being... It's on, a, it's on an island, isn't it? It's on an island. Well out of... Like, yeah. It's like, like being in the middle of Sydney Harbour, basically. So you think you've got waterside property, but obviously you can he- see and view the city from the island, and but you really? can't be a part of it. And oh. it's impossible to escape, right? Because essentially you go on the water and well, literally water. a great swimmer, mm-hmm. um, you're in a bit of trouble. So... Mm. Yeah, interesting place. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's coming up soon. Uh, interesting that it's another prison drama, which I thought... I thought they'd be over that by now after Orange is the New Black, right? Yeah. As well. Um, and another thing that's also interesting this week too, did you see Joe Biden this week too? I did. <laughs> I did. Let's have a listen. It's fantastic. <laughs> that's a great asset. More inflation. What a stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> and that is Joe Biden there. I didn't realise he was on microphone then. Obviously, <laughs> he's not for higher inflation, apparently. Because he was at a conference for a lower inflation, obviously, talking yes. about that as an issue. And then the guy's asking, is it going to be helpful for your election? And <laughs> Fox News reported too, so it doesn't really help it. So it was justified, I think, that comment for Fox News report. <laughs> well, the question was a bit stupid, to be honest. It wasn't the most brightest no. question of all times. I love stuff like that. Brilliant. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Not just going to help him get any votes, but nonetheless, it will entertain me for a few seconds. You don't think so? I think that'll get him some votes. Nah, it's... Doesn't look I, good. I think the fact he said... It, no, oh, I think, the I think they'll take it out of context and oh, pop it in. Oh, of course. Yeah. Joe Biden's And he said a bad word. And it's America too, so it'd be oh, another thing as well. Yeah, yeah okay. I'm not sure if that's going to go down in the... Welcome back to the Wild West. We're at Glenn and Steve. Um, big day today for Australians. We have the Australian Open Women's Final. Yes. Ash Barty. Was an Australian in it? Which is, this Australian Open's weird. This Australian's in finals. Can you believe it? Well, we've got a couple of Australians in finals. One, we've got Ash Barty against Danielle Collins in the Women's Singles Final. The Serial Killers? <laughs> no, they got special. There's a headline for serial killers. Oh, was it? They're special K's, right? So special K. Yeah. I think they're just trying to get a branding deal there. Yeah, if, they, if they're a special K ad next week, that would be uh, the best branding of all time. You're going to see them on the boxes. I guarantee uh, you. Come on, you know you it's reckon? a you know it's a branding thing. Yeah, they're not idiots. They're doing it on purpose. It's happy. Yeah, well, yeah, it's brilliant. I think that is. I think it is. And the mixed doubles Australians last night. They were, they um didn't. Make yeah, it, the unfortunately, mixed they played really well, but they, didn't they, quite get there. Run up, not bad price. Yeah, run up the first time as well. The first time the two, um, yeah, the, the first time they teamed up together. Um, unfortunately, didn't win. But you know, it's good to see Australians still doing better. The and it's good to see like the younger players getting up there and making it to the finals and getting their names out there. It's um, never been Australian Open where the second week has had that many Australians. No. I think it's fair. I can't remember one. No, we, you have we, to go back to maybe when the Australian Open and having on for overseas. Even going into the second week, right? We had like it was very impressive. Yeah, we had even we had Demon we had Milman. Yeah, we had. Uh, Ash though, she has got all the pressure of the country today because basically she got she's it. just waltz through the tournament. It's like I don't think she's better than I. Hasn't like, dropped a set under an hour most games. 
very efficient, I must say. It's like, oh, uh, no, it's done, it's over. What okay. else do I do it's, the rest of my night? <laughs> yeah, I think one of the criticisms I have, she doesn't make it, like, not that yeah. showdown. And no, you well, you're not going to get like three sets out of Ash Barty, right? <laughs> no, she just doesn't do three sets. Um, here's what she thought of the... Yeah. Her opponents are clashing out on the other semi-final and she had some thoughts about them. Playing their best tennis and they fight, they scrap, they find a way through and it's going to be a hell of a match tonight. Um, I probably won't watch it, but that's Ty's can watch that. <laughs> uh, but no, we, we keep doing our thing, our, our routines and uh, come out here on Saturday, enjoy it, massive smile on my face and, and see what happens. Excellent. Okay. Well... It's just about time for you to start the process to get ready. You have one more to go. Are you ready for it? Absolutely. Let's do it. Australia, are you ready? Is Ash Barty's in the final? Well, thank God she's ready. That would have been really awkward. <laughs> not, not ready. Not, not today. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, Jim. Uh, give it up. Not give it up. Can't I? <laughs> <laughs> nah, of course she's ready. Like, as she says, you've got to put a smile on and just go have fun. Yeah. That's what it's about, right? And that's why people like her. Yeah, I she's a good role model. She's not like egocentric, as far as I know. Which in tennis is quite rare, as we've seen from male. Well, as we'll get to shortly. I'd say the female draw is a lot more civilized than the um. They seem cranky men's draw. Oh, we'll get to that in a minute. Don't worry yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, but no, Ash Barty, as you said, has like Australia on her back, and she's gonna, she's gonna win. She'll do it for the nation. She's one number one. She's, she's like, number she, one. Yeah. When was the last time world number one just swiped? You know, swiped really for about a decade, I think. Yeah. 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 For Australian. <laughs> Australian, okay, not really. I think it was Margaret Court or they'll say, no, Eva Gordon. <laughs> well, sorry, sorry MCA, sorry, you can't say it. You can MC. Don't talk about Margaret Court anymore. She's the cranky old aunt. <laughs> it's all about Eva now, isn't it? Eva Somebody Gordon. else will find <laughs> anyone but her. She upsets oh, too many people. Jesus, that's right. Um, <laughs> talking about upsetting people, um, one person has been, like, I guess we need a villain, and I guess the one thing about. Um, um, you know, we, we lost Novak. Uh, we did lose Novak, but in the men's, we did get Nadal make it to the final. Yes. He beat um, uh, Matteo Berrettini yep. uh, to make it to the finals, and then everyone loves Nadal. How can you not? Oh, nice. Everyone wants you to win, basically. They right? do. Because it's basically it's like, hey, stuff that Novak. Stuff. You don't get the 21. Only you've got to get your two jabs. If it's, yeah, well, that's it, right? If it's not Federer, it should be you. Yeah, uh, as long as it's not Novak. <laughs> I'll tell you that. That'll be a cheer. Uh, and the people, um, I think after last night, probably don't want it to be Medvedev winning the Australian Open final. Now Medvedev did kind of got the crowd offside initially. Uh, he wasn't a fan favourite. He wasn't a fan favourite. No. But I give him point that he does make me laugh a lot. This guy. He does. He's very He's funny. Actually, quite witty. Uh, yeah, he has some very yeah <laughs> interesting humour. Here he is, um, upsetting the crowd basically. Tough to say also because um, I, I was not playing my best and Felix was playing unbelievable, serving unbelievable. He was, you know, he was all over me, to be honest, all over the place. I didn't really know what to do, so I was like, uh, actually, yeah, I don't know if people are going to like it, but I told myself uh, what Novak would do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The old, what would Novak do play? And you know, uh, what, what, what came to my mind was that because he's, he's one of the greatest champions, or Rafa or Roger, to be honest. They sure. won so many matches like this. 
Oh, he saved himself there at the end. That was a that was an unforced error, Steve. I think it was it good cover there. I think yeah, throwing in cover, N- yeah. Nadal and Federer. Well, the one thing he did he didn't take, he did at least get the two shots. So he's done one better than um, he did. He's already above no, uh, Novak there. Novak in our, in our reckoning, <laughs> but he had a massive match against Felix. Felix, that was such a good game. I'm like, yes, Felix is two sets up. He's going to win this, and then the rain delay. Yeah, and changed the vibe of the whole match. It's amazing how rain delay and that just. Switches the um, the whole thing around. I, I, well, I've noticed this with Medvedev matches, right? When they get their break, he goes in and changes clothes, clothes right? Because that's, yes. that's his thing. Takes his bag, goes, gets changed, and then comes back. Hell and then it's a whole different game. He just starts destroying the competition. Which is I'm not no saying he's does. doing anything no, dodgy. does that as well, right? Does he? Yeah, it does him in the first set. Mm. It's always that break. They come back, and then, and then it's just like a whole different game. Suss them out. Give them a bit of confidence then. Gives them a little... Yeah, shit. They're more, yeah, they're more, that's it. And then he did it, came back from two sets against Felix, and then he did it against Sitsipas as well. And Felix was looking so good this tournament too. Like, he, I've seen some of his matches more, more than I actually well, saw I, most players. Well, I've seen live. Yes. Like, and I was blown away. I'm like, this guy's really good. And then Canada ended up winning the ATP Cup, right? So I'm like, this guy's my favourite player now. Like, oh, and, 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 and now you're sad that he's... I'm very sad. I was very sad he didn't make it. I was excited two sets down, and the, as I said, the rain delay, and then the game shifted. So you're not going to go for Medvedev, I don't think. Oh, you got to go for Nadal, right? 21 games, 21 uh, championships, he's got to win it. If he gets the 21 games, though, is it not going to be as important, though? Because, like, his biggest challenge didn't make it. Because, realistically, if it was mm. down to Nadal and Novak, you'd probably say he's a betting person. Mm. Novak would have won. Yeah, yeah. That's his home court, that's his, his slam, he's won most of them. Absolutely, the, yeah, yeah. Most of his 20 slams are from the AO, so... Well, that's it, I think it... If it was Novak, it wouldn't be as special, I don't think, mm. to be honest, compared to where if it was Federer, who's kind of like oh. on, his, on his way out. Right? <laughs> oh, my God, we would just have a street parade. For <laughs> well, that's it, right? He's, he's on his way out. He's, he's 40 years old, you know? We don't know if he's coming back from injury. I don't think he's coming back from injury. I don't know. So I think that would like kind of mean more as like a final send-off, whereas Nadal, he's probably still got like a lot of good years in him. He made it to the finals. And yeah. We know he's probably going to win the French Open. We did last time, though. Mm, that is true, yeah. But then again, if Djokovic can't make it, which it doesn't look like. It doesn't look like he's going to make it there either. <laughs> no, no, no. His next best bet will probably be Wimbledon, right? Now, the only thing that's going to be interesting is Medvedev, he did have a bit of a... T- what a show this oh, Medvedev. This is, I must oh, say, my goodness. I do just... I, 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 there seems to be a thing about tennis players this tournament. I, maybe I'd have missed it, but yeah. about timeouts and... There seems to be a lot about, you know, these timeout issues mm, seems mm. to be... Sets these players off into a spin and Mivinev had a cracking meltdown. Oh, and, uh, my God, It was hilarious. time that got me the best I lost <laughs> what time do these guys know there's cameras on them or not they haven't realised this yet I, I, I think they're just in the heat of the moment right like, 
I can't believe you're so bad at this. <laughs> like any other time's fine. <laughs> I also, I, I was shocked the other week when I found out how much these umpires earn to do this job. Oh, how much? They don't get paid a lot. They get paid very modestly okay. for what they do. They might get paid maybe... To be abused and... Oh, <laughs> like, abused, they, but, you know... Like, so, I mean, not a bad job. Like, be an awesome job, travel the world, yeah. sleep great tennis. Sitting right in the middle of it. Sitting right in the middle of it. But they're, they're paid not... Like, they're paid a reasonable wage, but nothing amazing, right? Not compared to players. Like, the players are not millions of dollars. They might be on, I think, five, six hundred bucks a game, maybe. Um, Well, in the first round, if you're out of the train, no, but a hundred thousand. Yeah. (laughs) I'd happily reach that just to get it. There's a bit of training. I know. You've got to be at the elite level. And and you've got to get there and be able to play tennis and stuff. But, yeah, but... yeah, it's that, that was so good. Was so good. <laughs> Even when he went for the change, he's like, I don't. Yeah, you don't have clip, but it's fine. When he's like, um, I don't know how to say this. You're you're a you're a little cat. <laughs> I think what he was referring to something else, but <laughs> but I, I don't know. I'm a bit torn because I kind of find it so fun to watch an idiot entertained by. But should they just not like lose a game and like stop the behavior? Well, they usually get like, it's really bad sportsmanship. It is. It's pretty. So bad. should they not like just be tougher on it? It's like it feels like the umpires are just trained just to listen and just go. Mm whatever but they usually get points deducted or they get kind of like really like that should have been well that should have been that should have been like he should have been home if you can't sort it out yeah yeah he should have lost the game for that people like they should have gave up the game like you know he should have got and then he would go melt down again that'd be even worse so i think that's why they didn't do it for (laughs) but there's an argument i think also in that type of environment the pressure because you know how much pressure on these players Mm. do they need that ability to vent is that also a good thing for them to vent as opposed to Mm. because it must be tough right you know what on the line for them could be for a win like that half million bucks yeah, it's huge dollars right yeah they tr- there's not many things that you go with your day job I'm not sure your day job Steve but I'm pretty sure I don't sure. think I've ever yelled at anyone like that ever. <laughs> but you might not have half million dollars in the line for that is true, getting the yeah. next point right to be fair I'm not like training as hard for my work <laughs> aren't you you should <laughs> maybe during that week training probably don't though because your employees may not, your colleagues may not like you <laughs> but I understand the pressure they're under the spotlight and they train very hard to get where they're at and then it's like little ticks right yeah and then it's, it is—it was a bit disrespectful for him to just ignore him and turn away. Like, but what else? No, could, I would turn away. What else could the umpire do? Well, you cannot listen to that nonsense. I would have not even. It, it would have been worse if he just went, just went down and then walked away. <laughs> <laughs> just go home, toilet break for me. Yeah, but then at the end he did shake his hand and go, you know, sorry and all. Sorry, I'm a loser. Yeah, yeah. And he did in his press conference address the issue. Oh, he did was he? A little bit um, cranky. Oh. Here he is. Oh no, cheating not at all. Um, but um, the thing is that, well, first of all, I got broken. I got a little bit mad. I thought the referee could do a little bit better with the crowd, just to say, you know, uh, quite please or something like this. Didn't didn't see him doing that often, and I made a terrible double fault. Got a code when uh, I was just, uh, you know, uh, showing everybody that I, I'm cramping. I cannot toss uh, the ball with my left hand because everybody is screaming. So my serve was terrible. And to be honest, before every return, uh, his father was talking Greek. I don't know, maybe he's saying, come on, come on, there is no problem. But then the referee told me that uh, I asked him if he can uh, talk. And he said he can talk, but he can't coach. And then asked, uh, do you speak Greek? So if not, I mean, the, the guy is talking, talking, talking. I don't know what he says, but uh, if it's a coach, and I, I don't consider coaching as cheating, but it should be a code violation. And uh, then uh, the second one would be a bit tricky. Oh, big claim there, big claim. But he won anyway, so it's yeah, a bit of a moot point in the end. A bit of hindsight. A bit nasty, though, I think, as well. I think it was. Yeah, well, yeah it's kind of draws between that line, right? Are they coaching? Are they cheating? Like, you're biased, though, see, from this one. 
well. I want the Greek to win, to be honest. And I think most <laughs> of the crowd did as well. <laughs> I think most of the crowd did. <laughs> well, there's a big Greek population in Melbourne. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think the Greeks have that one, um, in yeah. that sense. But, so I think they're a bit disappointed he didn't win, but, you know, it is what it is. The better player won. Bit of drama, I think, was very interesting. Oh, Love it. I don't think the final will have as much. But, but he has tried to win back the crowd a little bit. Um, well, let's say... Also, yeah, sorry, going back to that. There was a bit of drama earlier in the week when the Dolls game. Oh, yes. Remember? Where the... Um, what was his name? The Canadian player... Uh, Shapovalov. He was saying that how the, the umpire was corrupt. Oh, yes. Did you remember that? Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so there, is a, there was a good drama this week, but um, yes. Abedov did win back his his fans a little bit. He um, missed the opportunity, but then figured it out in the end. He got there in the end. There's no doubt you will. And I want to ask you, tomorrow's a day off, but uh, will you take a peek at Ash Barty and Danielle Collins, the women's final tomorrow night? That's going to be a pretty good one. Uh, Depends what time they play and what time. uh, 7.30. 7.30? I'm usually going dinner at 8.15, so I'm going to watch the beginning of the match. And then follow the last man. Score, but, uh, I'm, I'm trying to set you up to win this crowd over, you know and what? you're just kicking it. I'm gonna watch it on my phone, guys. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. There watch you it. go. Uh, oh, I love yeah. how he has dinner at eight fifteen. It's not eight twenty, not eight thirty. Yeah, eight fifteen. Yeah, why? Eight fifteen. That's a bit late for dinner. Uh, when you have dinner, I don't know. When do you have dinner? I don't know. I don't know. Whenever. Uh, special case too. There. Um, yep, Kurios uh, Kokonakis are in the finals uh, today as well. Here they are. They've done it. The special K's are through to an all Aussie final. Can't lose, Steve. We just cannot lose. No, we've at least got um, three chances of winning some final. <laughs> Can't go wrong. <laughs> no, definitely not. And the uh, yeah, the other te- uh, the other guys are Ebden and Purcell. So yeah, special case amazing. Though. They, they just bring an energy to the doubles. Like, no one cares. Like we had the Woodies in doubles for yeah, a decade. Yeah, would, yeah. I don't remember anyone had a Woodies match saying that was the best thing I've watched on telly. No, no. This is going to be fun and yeah. entertaining and. I, but I, it's I, controversial. The, t- the cucumber sandwich set unhappy. Like they're ruining really? tennis apparently. How? Because they're just. Not doing it like the way you need to do tennis. Do oh, it. here we go. Like the they're the bad boys of tennis. Yes, they? they're the Happy Gilmore. I saw someone basically. say Happy Gilmores of tennis. Hey, they're bringing people to watch doubles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> doubles. <laughs> when have we ever talked about doubles tennis in Never. the in the ten years or so, or the, maybe longer of the program? Never, right? This is a first for everything, and they yeah. might possibly even win if they win. Kyrgios's redemption will be complete almost, I think. You think so? Well, he hasn't smashed a racket all the season. He did, actually. Oh, that, did he? <laughs> that match. Oh, I, was, I was like, oh, he's going to lose it now. Oh, no, he's done the racket smash. It's downhill. <laughs> oh, God, the dream is gone. That's it, yeah. Um, and the saddest thing, probably was probably not the worst thing, is um, Dylan Oncott didn't quite get his Grand Slam. No, he lost the last final. He lost the last set. and mm. um, But he was did have a good, interesting point, I think, he made at the end of it, mm. which I think is worth considering. Oni's being Australian of the Year this year as well. He, I think he made it really succinctly about wheelchair tennis. I'm washed up. I'm done. Um, and, yeah, I'll still be around, though, you know, for sure. Um, I'll be doing those I'll be doing those sweet, sweet corporates getting at, at, at all the other Grand Slams, you know, finally have some more time, uh, which would be nice. I'll probably earn way more than the prize money, <laughs> hopefully. Because prize money's no good. That's actually the next thing, prize money. Up the prize money everywhere because... Um, you know, like I won the lead-in tournament here, and it was like thirteen hundred bucks. How much is a flight from Europe? Three grand. You know, and that's not a, this is Australian. It's all around the world. 
You know, we don't get three and a half million dollars for winning. We don't even get, we get less than half the first round loser of the everybody gets at all slams. Wow, that's disgusting. Yeah, half more than nearly half than yeah the first round, which is a hundred thousand, so like yeah, like, like forty or something. Yeah, no, that that's just wow. Well. That's why he's in this position. He's in Australian of the Year, advocate, and then he'll still be Talk around. Talk about a pay gap. That's a pay gap. Thought women were pay gap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, and that is in the real life too, in the real world as well. So Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That is, wow, that is really stunningly... Well, I think we don't realise that. I think it's obviously that's in the detail, but it's like, that's why there's not a lot of wheelchair tennis players. That's also probably why he's been so dominant for so long is because you've got to be really keen on the sport to do it if you're going to... Yeah do it and it's not really made known until someone like dylan comes out and says it yeah and now he's got the platform to hopefully make a change we'll see in a year's time and see if he smiles the prime minister in a year's time (laughs) (laughs) one suspects he probably will i'm I'm guessing i feel like he will yeah yeah. depends who the prime minister is next year oh that's a yeah that's into it take your bets now the the other guy on morrison (laughs) (laughs) all right (laughs) we've actually (laughs) welcome back to the wild wild west you're glenn and steve that's it we're done that's it. We will be back in another venue, another forum. Um, we are going digital only. Digital on thewildwest.com.au. You yeah, think so? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll tweak it around a little bit. And uh, I guess we'll be a little bit less weekly, maybe. Yeah, yeah. We're going to trial. Oh, no, we haven't really discussed We're going to talk about it. Think about <laughs> we'll probably get that far. Some point. But <laughs> we'll do something a little bit different, I think. In the It'll be different because Carol will be there as well. She'll be doing her own thing on the platform. Um, don't know. Still be platform stay. Oh, well, isn't that what it's called? A website? I don't know. But, but basically, it's just basically, I think we just, the world is not sitting here at 8 o'clock in the morning every mm, week no, talking no. about the week that was. It could be a little bit different and. Expanding um, our horizons, I think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, we, I think it'd be very interesting. That's, that's life, right? You move on, you, um. Well, we're not moving on. Maybe we'll just leave the, the music show. playing on the radio instead. That's, that's what people want to hear, right? Isn't that what radio used to be? That's what it used to be. <laughs> just music? It is, it is very true. <laughs> Just music and um, not much else, right? And that's it. So the Wild West is done on 893FM. But you can still listen back to the program on 893FM. That's it. It's still be there for the So we're not, like, saying stop listening. No, still listen, please. Still, still listen, listen, please. Yes, still the World on Wheels is coming on next particularly as well. Still it's great quality listen. programming. World on Wheels, as you said. Um, there's also music from around the world coming after that. And great um, programming around, I don't know, around the clock. Every, every hour of the day. Hour of the day. <laughs> There's something every hour of the day, that's for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. Anything Stay else you want to say? That's it. That's Stay tuned and talk soon. Hi, my name is Phil Savell and I host the Full Ham Sandwich here at 89.3 every Friday night from 8 till 10. Why not join us on that particular night and have some fun? We fill your Friday night with stuff. Join us, won't you? 